We are I. As I sit here this morning thinking about what is really on my mind and I have a couple of things floating around in there about, you know, intelligent conversation and access to information as well as what's really happened on this planet. You know, and I guess they all kind of tie together depending on how you use the first two to be able to, you know, talk about and understand and reflect upon the third. So let's go down the, the rabbit hole of the third. There's a lot of people like Graham Hancock and Randall Carlson and, you know, a growing number of people who are curious, who are really starting to rewrite history and what we may know about civilization and what we may think we know about how, when, and what a species of humans or human-like people have done on this planet. Because the one thing that I didn't know, and I thank God for people who are curious, is again, these few gentlemen that were just on Joe Rogan's podcast that were talking about, you know, the engineering and the precision behind an, an ancient culture that we don't really know anything about. Like, you know, people who were clearly... There before, you know, um, ancient Egyptians that looking like just took over the pyramids and made some things like what they seen that may have already been there. Because there's a clear difference of stuff that was, you know, made around that time. I think it was, you know, about that 3000 years ago or so. And the precision wasn't great. They said that you could tell a lot of the things that were made were, you know, handcrafted. Like you could you could clearly see that. They were of exceptional work and some were not. But you could kind of generally tell that these were made by tools. But the one thing that they said and they talked about is that there's a vast amount of physical objects that could not have been made by hand. The precision is far too high. And they said like there is actually not necessarily tools or machinery or anything today that could make things as precise. And they were talking about some of the precision on a vase, for example, that was down to the precise amount and not and you're not talking about like the tiniest little example. They're talking about the symmetry this vase in its entirety, like the structure, the the artwork, the craftsmanship was was down to one one thousandth of an inch, which they said in contrast is half the size of a human hair. So they said it's just not possible. Like it's just not possible to have that kind of craftsmanship by hand. It just doesn't make sense. And they're like, and I tried this. You know, I took a piece of my hair out and I put it on a white surface. And I was like, you know, I can see that. But there's no way that I could, if I took a pen, 
for example, that I could write two lines that are perfectly parallel to each other in, you know, call it a six inch span that would be a half of a hair, one hair, even two hairs widths apart the entire time. Be impossible. Even if I rested my hand against the ledge and I glued the paper down, you know, to the counter, I did all these things, it would still be fucking impossible to be able to do that. And this is the precision. And they said, like, if you look at it in contrast, that when you were, when they were making some of these actual physical sculptures of people, characters, that no no person on this planet is perfectly symmetrical from right to left. But these statues are absolutely perfect symmetry from right to left. And they said that the only real way that, you know, you could ever imagine doing that now is if you just took a slice and you took the left side, flipped it, inverted it, and then made took a computer to make the mirror image of the opposite side and we see this because we can do this on our phones with pictures and stuff now but you're going to tell me that somebody did this just with you know tools just with a hand chisel and a hammer they said on, on top of that is it's you know like like people themselves would never even depict somebody like that because everybody is asymmetrical so you would, you would, that's how you would represent something. And even to the fact of what they were saying is that most people would never be able to even interpret perfect symmetry because of how asymmetrical we just are. Like you don't perceive things as perfectly symmetrical, even though you may think that you do, you don't actually. So how would it be that somebody, even if you say that these people like, you know, two, three, four thousand, five thousand years ago made these things instead of inheriting them from people who were there, how did they do this? To think that slaves or common folk or anything did this with a chisel in one hand and hammer in the other is absurd because if you think of it logically like this, is that even if there was one person who is a master craftsman that could pull that off, which can't be as a human being, but even if there there was, say that these people knew something that today's human don't humans don't, they're gonna tell me one person did all this because look at it from today's fact that we have 7 billion people on this planet but there's only one Elon Musk so that would be like a comparison or somebody like him you know because yes there's a you know a Jeff Bezos but like really Jeff Bezos he built Amazon or Steve Jobs built Apple you know but the one thing with like Elon Musk you you know, you're talking SpaceX, the boring company, Tesla, PayPal, um, you know, 
now taking on Twitter. You know, like you look at all of these companies, like there's only one Elon Musk. So like that would be the comparison. And one person did not make all of these things in, in all the different continents of this planet. Because again, like there's things like pyramids on all continents of this planet. So you're thinking like the only way that that could happen in say a one generation, let's, let's say we believe it happened all in one generation, you would have to have some kind of machinery, technology that could allow you to be able to do this in an expedited nature. Because again, think the, the stones used to even make just the Great Pyramids, not all the other structures, but just the stones to make the Great Pyramids that came from up to 500 miles away. And some of these blocks were 100 tons, 1,000 tons, 1,500 tons. That do you think that even if you had a million people that you could do those things even in a, a few generations? How long would it take you to drag a thousand ton block of perfect granite from 500 miles away? Even if it was 500 tons, even if it was 100 tons, even if it was 50 tons, how long would it take you to drag that fucking thing, you know, from 500 miles away? Never mind that there's... Not all stones came from 500 miles away, but there is millions of stones that were moved. Like, think how implausible that is. So, what happened? Who did this? And, like, and I think the thing is, we've always thought this, but it's even more relevant now that we have the ability to be able to actually sit down and say, okay, we can look at this from a structural perspective, an engineering perspective, a symmetry perspective, uh, uh, you know, materials used in these works. You know, we can use all of these things and, and say, what, like, what really happened here? Like, what is really going on? And again, because we have people who are controlling information, they also don't want to rewrite history. This is why they're getting such pushback. Saying, oh, these guys are fucking crazy, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's all that happens these days. When, when we're confronted with new information, there's such a huge following of people that are the gatekeepers of information that when new information comes that, that changes the narrative of what they've been spewing for years or decades, they label everybody else as crazy. Instead of just accepting and saying, like, fuck, this is great news. We have a new avenue to explore. We have new information. Like, let's all get on board with this and, and either creditize it or discredit it because we should know because there's a lot of compelling evidence that says that this may be true. So let's all get on board. But they don't because they're worried of looking stupid or having their jobs taken away. It's like, yeah, that's that's scary. That's a, that's a scary side of life. But to be able to hold everybody back and then to be able to label those people as crazy, you know, or worse. I think like Randall Carlson and Graham Hancock have been called racists because of this information. Like how in the fuck, if you're just trying to say there's an alternate history that may be, you know, present that we're not 
understanding. And a lot of what they're saying is strictly just environmental impact. So are you calling them racist because of people or are they one of these new now environmental discriminate or discriminationists that, you know, don't value something more than the other thing. So they're, you're now racist to the environment, which is what you see lots, which ironically, like vegans are the worst for that. So I guess the, the topic of the day here, the marination is, is just we have so much information at our fingertips. Everybody, as long as you have access to the internet, everybody is at the same intellectual level when it comes to information. Now, what do you do with that? You have the most powerful tool in the world. What do you do with that?